When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone, as he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. You know, I got to play for Team USA uh, out of college. It, it wasn't an Olympic year. It was kind of that, it was the Pan Am Games. All the juniors that year had signed back when the collegiate uh, players were used for the Olympics. Um, and it was, a, it was a pretty cool thing. I got to go to Cuba. Uh, not too many people have gotten to do that. I, I got to yeah. see that was all. By the way, Cuba gave us a beating. <laughs> but this tournament form, you've been to a World Series, you've won a World Series. That's the biggest stage uh you know, I've been to a World Series. I lost a World Series. That's the biggest stage that there really is in our sport. But what was that? What was it like, WBC? Because it's different. It's not like the playoffs. It's kind of a tournament format where everybody's there. And and, and what was it like from a press standpoint when you come to the yard? Are there four, three or four teams? Because you're playing at the same venue. Yeah, so that that's the part that's so interesting because it's different. Every like Especially the first team that plays. I mean, you, you, you play, and you got to get out of there. They give you like an hour, but I mean, you know how it is. I mean, uh, uh, an hour goes by really fast when you just finish the game, especially I mean, most of these games are all pretty intense and big games, right? Uh, so if you just want a big game, it's really hard to get out quick. You lose a tough game. It's like, you know, you want to kind of gather your composure before you get going, but um and then the, when the second team finally gets in, then it's a rush because you have BP in 40 minutes, right? So you have to get dressed, get out, stretch, BP. Um, so uh, it, it, it's, it's very different than, than a normal day. Um, once we got to Miami, it was uh, a little bit more of what we're used to because there were other teams that would practice, but they practice in the morning and they'd be out by two. So both teams could literally get into the clubhouse around 2, 2.15, um, which is more of a normal day. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the group stage, it was, it was for sure different. Yeah, because we're used to when we pull into, a, a, you know, when we're the visitor pulling into a new yard, it's like that visiting clubhouse is ours for 24 yeah. hours a day. We're not used to, you know, it's almost kind of like maybe a college World Series type where one game's going on, next team's waiting to get in the clubhouse. And and, and it was a little bit like that, I would assume. Yeah, it's it's exactly right. It's very much like the college World Series um, where it's 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 rushed. It's a lot of adrenaline. Um, but, and it's something that we're not used to, right? Uh, as and the, the other thing is the game's over. You got to put everything away because you rarely have the clubhouse, uh, continuously because it's another game and, and, and something different. So, um, it's, it's just very different as far as that. Um, and the energy, like I said, the energy, it, it's like for us, I mean, after the Columbia game, every game was a game seven. And I mean, we played five consecutive game sevens, um, as it turns out, right? Um, or 
or four, should I say? No, five. So yeah, we played against the U.S. and Great Britain, Canada, Puerto Rico, and then against Japan. And I mean, each each single game is is a game seven. I mean, it's it's exciting. Um, it is taxing, right? But uh, I mean, it's a great experience. Um, what was your favorite part of it? You have a one thing that you said that was really really made it. Um, I'll tell you what the the energy of the people in the stand in the u.s game and the puerto rico game because uh even though we're playing in arizona it was like we were a home team right um i would say uh, probably 65 percent mexico fans opposed to u.s I, w- I would guess um maybe 70 or i don't know if just mexicans are louder <laughs> and it seemed that way <laughs> Maybe uh, maybe had a few more uh, cervezas uh, <laughs> than uh, the American fans. But then when we were in Miami, we felt it the other way. I mean, it was like 80% Puerto Rican uh, fans compared to our 20% uh, of uh, Mexican fans. And, and same thing. I don't know if maybe there was more Mexican fans. They, they were just uh, the Puerto Rican fans kind of swallowed uh, – <laughs> Swallowed up the the Mexican fans in the stadium, but just the energy and the intensity in which uh, it seems like the in, the intensity of every single pitch uh, is it was incredible. And like like you said, even even the the U.S. game, um, we won. You can say comfortably eleven to five, but in the eighth inning, I believe they had the men on first and third, and. I don't even remember who was up, but it doesn't matter who was up. Whoever's up is a home run threat on the U.S. Yeah, team. Trey Turner that? started. Trey Turner started off hitting ninth. Yeah, exactly. How's that, right? Yeah. He ends up with five bombs. And, yeah. and the, here's the thing: is they he, they played seven games. He didn't play against us, so he only played six games and hit five bombs. I mean, that's crazy, right? Um, but um, yeah, I, you know, I was thinking to myself, like, okay, I. I I was like, okay, we're, we should win this game. But all of a sudden, they made that little run, uh, and they had two guys on base. I was like, man, they're a swing away from it being 11-8, to eight, right? Um, and so even then, you're still not that comfortable knowing, you know, the firepower that there is across across the diamond. Right. Uh, I, it sounds from, from everything that you're telling me, there's not – too many ways they could make it better. If you could pick one thing, how could they make WC better? If you even have one. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can think of, um, two things, right? I think um, players, maybe because they've already made the commitment, they just get themselves, uh, accelerate everything, call it a week or two weeks, just for their own safety and for the peace of mind of the teams, right? Um, I know players came into camp probably four or five days early. Maybe they come into camp 10 days early. Um, Or you do a mini camp where they are allowed, players are allowed to go be with Team USA, Team Mexico with their national teams. Then they go to spring training and then they go back to their national teams. Obviously it's it's an expense, right? But at the end of the day with the, amount of money that that these players are all worth um 
it might be worth making that extra investment to make sure that that you're getting the best players in the world and that you're also keeping them safe. The only other thing that comes to mind is maybe, you know, uh, making it three, four days later um, is the only thing I can think about where it's maybe a couple days before spring training. Uh, at the end of the day, by that point, guys are playing full games and the pitchers are also closer um, to being able to pitch closer to the limit. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, we The limits were 65, 80, and 95 pitches. Um, there's no way that I was going to let somebody throw 95 pitches, um, you know, on March, whatever it would have been, March 20th, March 21st. Um, Maybe right. if it's March 26th, you're closer to opening day. Um, I probably still wouldn't, you know, go to 95, but I'd be, and I think organizations would probably be a little bit more comfortable with them getting to 80, 85. Um, but, you know, when the tournament started, it was, I think our first game was the 11th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 65 pitches are, are, are a lot uh, at that point in time. But if, if it's the 16th, 17th, um, that probably allows for them to already have one extra outing with their team. And now the 65 pitches is probably a more comfortable number for, for organizations, for managers, for pitching coaches and general managers. So um, I know it's a, it's a tough ask. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, shooting in the dark, right? It, there's, I don't know that there's a, 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 an absolute formula. I know that people have mentioned, well, you can do it in the middle of the season. For me, the middle of the season is, is no possible way because you can't stop the majority of major leaguers um, for two weeks in the middle of the season. I mean, that, that, that would be crazy. And at the same time, um, I mean, you, you do disrupt the season. You disrupt tenant races. You disrupt everything. So, um, you know, the, the, maybe the only adjustment is just a few days uh, starting earlier for the guys that are participating and, and, you know, three, four days later, as far as starting the tournament. A lot of star power. You mentioned the Trouts, the Otanis. The, those are the obvious, the, the Mookie Betts, uh, the Trey Turner, guys that have been in the playoffs a lot, been on the big stage a lot. You had one that's been on the big stage a lot. He was on this big stage, did it again, a Rosarina. <laughs> I'm watching him shagging with the cowboy boots and the hat, <laughs> but then he's getting a knock every time he comes to the plate. You know, he's, he's pimping. He looks like a, he looks like a rapper when he robs a home run, but then he comes up and hits one off the wall and there's really nothing you can say. Give me a little insight to a Rosarina. I've never met him, but I, I've watched him a lot. A couple playoffs, a couple years ago in the playoffs, he had an unbelievable run where, uh, so he's seen that big stage before. Give me a little behind the scenes of, uh, of Rose Arena. Yeah, so um, I'll tell you what. I, we had played against him um, in Mexico. He was uh, on on our opposing team, and we played him in the finals. And, uh, I mean, I, I was a fan of him because he was that good. I wasn't necessarily a fan. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the other side. Right, But right. I'll tell you what. The, the funny thing is, you in, in the clubhouse, I mean, he's quiet, reserved, kind of keeps to himself. Uh, and then you turn on the lights and he's just another guy, man. He's, uh, he's a character. Um, I mean, he has all the tools, man. Defense, uh, he can throw, he can run, he can hit, uh, power. Um, 
and then just an incredible energy. I mean, just an in, in, infectious, um, positive energy. I, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that love to play the game a lot. There's not that many that you see him do something and you know that that is 100% what he was born to do and and by far the thing he loves most in, in, in his life and uh, outside of his family, right? And I think he's he's one of those guys. I mean, he just loves being out there. Um, and I, I remember, that, well, one of the games we were, uh, I think we were ahead against Canada. And uh, I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to take you out. Uh, uh, um, you know, I'm going to put somebody else in. He's like, Poppy, but I can go deep. <laughs> like a little kid. Like, yeah, exactly. He's like, no, don't take me out. I'm hot. And uh, so he walked away. And I'm like, well, hold on. Well, just, just hold on a minute. And then he comes back. He goes, okay, no, okay. let somebody else let somebody else have fun. I said, all right, sounds good. But, uh, you know, yeah, man, he just loves to play. Isn't it, you know, and you make such a good point. And, and you said, you know, playing against him, I didn't really like him. Then I play with him. You, get, you, you have a different flavor uh, coming away from the WBC. So many times in my career. You know, you look across the field and I don't like that guy. Why? Just because I don't. I don't like the way he walks. I don't like the way he talks. And you end up meeting him at an event like this or the offseason in, in a different atmosphere. And you walk away from it and go, all those years, I couldn't stand him. That guy's a great guy. You know, yeah. after a while, I started saying, I don't want to meet the guys I dislike. It'll take away my edge <laughs> on the field. Uh, yeah. But it, that's a great point right there interested after that final game that heartbreaker man i i can still see it right now to japan uh what'd you say to the guys what were your parting words for 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 team mexico i'll tell you what like like most teams right the game ends you kind of looking out to the field seeing the other team celebrate there's some players that have their head down in the uh in the interior part of the dugout other guys take their stuff and and go into the clubhouse and and, and rightfully so, they have their head down. They just lost, you know, the opportunity to win a world championship. Um, and I, I looked down the dugout, and I just felt compelled to go towards some of those guys. And I'm like, hey, keep your head up. You guys uh, represented your country, um, our country, incredibly. Uh, you have nothing uh, to, to feel bad about. You guys should be proud. Um, and then I ran into the – the clubhouse and I asked every one of the players, please uh, do me a favor, uh, come outside and and come outside and applaud the fans because uh, the way the way they uh, uh, conducted themselves, the way they uh, uh, you know cheered us on and and and, and uh, were here for us, uh, they deserve that. And I'll tell you what, credit to every one of them. They all either put their jersey back on or put their hat on. And every single one of them came outside, um, and including the guys that were in the dugout. And uh, we just went out to the field and we started cheering our fans, um, some of which some weren't our fans. And there was Japanese fans. Uh, and it was, it was a great moment. I mean, well, we're cheering for them, thanking them. They're, the fans are cheering for us and thanking us. And uh, I'll tell you what, it was it was just a, a special moment. Um, it was something really cool. And uh, I think it, it, it made the healing process to losing a game like that uh, easier to cope with and, and, and it accelerated it. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 